What's up, Video Landers? I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. And I'm Seth. Tonight, we are going to be talking about Marvel's characters with Netflix, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, also known as The Defenders. Hey, and don't forget, everybody, we're down here recording in the Dragon's Den. Uh, things get a little crazy. We are definitely going to be spoiling some stuff if you haven't seen it, and we are probably... no. We're definitely, we are all critics with attitude, and we are definitely going to be dropping some F-bombs, Even saying some things that are that are potentially bad for the kiddos. So uh, unless you want them, re you know, repeating some horrible things, um, <laughs> it's time for them to, put, to go to bed and you put your earbuds in. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, Defenders. You know, I, I just want to jump right in. I think that I want to, you know, if you haven't listened before, I like to break things down into, into first, second, and third acts. Um, so I want to first uh, go around the table. We'll talk about the first act, what we thought worked. Then we'll talk about the stuff that we didn't think that worked, and then just kind of overall, and then we'll move into the uh, into the next things. So the first act, so let's do the first three episodes. So we have the H word, uh, a mean right hook, and the worst behavior. Brian, you want to talk about some of that stuff? So, I thought Defender started out okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, not like super strong. Yeah. But you knew that it, they're, you know, they've got a lot of people to get together. they got a lot of, uh, uh, of characters that they've got. Although they're all taking place in the same city and sometimes in the same borough. Uh, they still got to try and patch them together. Otherwise, it feels like a bad D&D game. Mm -hmm. You all walk into a bar. All right, your team. Woo! I mean, like, so they had to build up to it. Mm -hmm. uh, so there was a lot of forgiveness I had there. Okay. But overall, it was all right. I felt defended. You felt defended. I felt okay. defended. All right. Okay. Any thoughts from you? I don't know. It was just a. It was just your basic run in. Um, a lot of classic tropes bring them together. Everybody got in. Um, but the nice thing was it was the it's the biggest difference from the from what we've seen in the past. It's just that build up to get everybody to get everybody into it and to see you know what they're trying to what everybody's trying to accomplish and where each side is coming from. So I like that they still kept the characters their own little worlds and how they just kind of just slowly brought them into the world together. So I got to show a little bit of time passing too. That was, yeah. good. That was good for me. I mean, I really dug how the um, kind of how their lives were intertwined. Like you've got that, you know, Danny's tracking down his people uh, and then Electra shows up, but he doesn't know it's Electra. And then it's like, mm -hmm. oh, Luke's following these kids, and uh, and then Danny's also. But they're the kids that are messing with Danny, and then they all kind of just get intertwined. And that's that was awesome to me. That was like, man, this is cool writing that they yeah. were able to get them all all together as fast as they did. Um, man, the other thought that I had was I miss Daredevil apparently because when he's running on the rooftop at the beginning, when uh, when the earthquake <laughs> hits and he's yeah. doing his stupid parkour for no apparent reason, I'm like. I miss this. It's been, it's been too, it's been too, like, I thought it was shot cool. I was like, man, this is, this is cool. It's been a while since we've seen Daredevil, because, you know, we had Luke Cage, and then we had Iron Fist, and it's been a good while. Yeah. Um, and then, Stick cut off his own fucking hand. Yeah, <laughs> I got, Stick doesn't play right. I know. I, I gotta say, I, I knew that he was gonna get out somehow. Yeah, but he I, didn't break a thumb. I didn't he, see, no. I didn't see how he got out coming yeah no it's just i don't think anybody was ready for him to i was ready for him to steal the sword and make a move i didn't expect him to go full you know wolf in a bear trap cut off his own hand to get out yeah 
I, I immediately mentally screamed out loud, just like, what in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but you're going to bleed out. <laughs> but it fits the, the Marvel yeah. motif that in yeah. the second phase, they, someone loses a hand. Yeah. And it fits, <laughs> it's true. I'm not joking. That's you know that, right? Yeah. All phase two, someone oh, loses a hand. Yeah. Yep. And all the Thor. phase two movies. Yeah. Thor loses his hand. Bucky loses the arm. Yeah. Oh my God. Everybody loses. Everybody a, loses a hand. At Stick some point. loses his hand since it's phase two. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so perfect. I mean, like. <laughs> Keep it alive. Yep. I don't. I don't think I recognized that. I'm just. You learned something new today. I did. I learned something new today. Yeah. And uh, the other thing, while we're you know <coughs> talking about badass stuff, I mean, that hallway fight. Did you like it? Did I you did. Like I, d- it? I definitely. Did. <coughs> Excuse me. No, I uh, completely. I so anytime that you can put Iron Fist and Luke Cage on the screen together in a comic book moment for me, yeah, made the entire series. Yeah. Uh, I'm extremely so. I know a lot of people out there are super down on Iron Fist and they use the downfall of the whole show and blah blah blah. But I actually really like the fact that they show that he's still growing and he's still you know he's definitely better than he was in his series Mm -hmm. um but it's not uh you know he's not there yet he's still a dumb kid kind of he's he's still a dumb kid there he doesn't have his he doesn't have his costume yet yeah i mean i I know that sounds kind of stupid but every other uh, every other time in these netflix series luke has his shirt jessica has her (laughs) scarf luke's got his bullet hold hoodie yeah you know like everyone gets their graduation outfit yeah and Danny still doesn't have his. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that still shows that there is still... Because honestly, of the four members, Luke arguably is the most powerful. But Danny has the most potential as far as the power that he can go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think he has the most the most room to grow. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we will see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, considering just from the Kong perspective, he has such a rich history, especially recently... Um, with what they've been able to do, making the Iron Fist more than just uh, a glowing, punching <laughs> power fist, you know, instead of making it just that, there's so many uh, other things they can do with it. Because you got enough people who can punch, and you got enough people who can tear stuff up. Let's, I mean, I'm hoping they're gonna take it. He could glow different. his whole body, right? He could like Iron Fist all uh, of well, his they, limbs. They kind of, they kind of alluded, <laughs> like back on the other. Throw side. me, Luke. <laughs> You know, like he's got, um, like in the comics, it was funny. He has like a uh, hypnotism ability mm-hmm. with it, and um, like it's uh, he can hypnotize people with it, and he can create um, different effects with the Iron Fist, not just hit things, blowing hard. punch. He can, yeah, it's not just. Yeah. Cool. They, well, they touched on a little bit in his series where he's healing poisons yeah. and things. Like where he's he got this his stuff cheetah. he can do. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that we eventually get to see more of that. Yeah, yeah. and I think just uh, just from my perspective, after I watched Iron Fist. And I'm probably one of the few people who actually loved it for what it was. High even five. though Even though it was, the choreography wasn't great, but after reading and finding out, the man had two two weeks to learn his moves. He was doing it all in in the show. It's, yeah. I mean, you can't expect gold when you've got well, and, no time. And the fight choreographer. Now, this is where we're getting off on, on tangent. Yeah, it's okay. For, the fight That's choreographer for, for Iron Fist actually specifically wanted the scenes, the fight scenes to look realistic. Like, so this is what a kung fu guy looks like when he actually fights people. Now, that's cool, except for the fact that we're in a comic book show. 
Yeah. When you've got Daredevil running up walls and jumping over people. He's and so badass. It, yeah. he, Swooning th- over that's, here. That's, <laughs> that is my only real problem with trying to make things look like a real kung fu fight, not a, you know, wushu style like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon fight, is that you've already set the tone for that sort of amped up style of fighting in Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you go back to Iron Fist, who's supposed to be the the best at kung fu ever, and he doesn't look like it. He looks like it to me. Like if I was walking down the street and that guy came at me, I'd fucking die. Yeah. But I'm not in a comic book, no matter mm-hmm. how much I would love to be in a comic book. So that's my only issue. I loved Iron Fist, and I actually enjoyed the fight choreography as a knowing what they were trying to pull off. Mm-hmm. I just wished that maybe they cranked it up just a little bit. I really liked how, though, like, with the with this kind of, like, opening fight with all of them together, mm-hmm. like, with how he gets behind Luke and is... Uses you know, him as the... Yeah, the oh, yeah, so exactly. And then, like, friggin' Luke throws somebody through... Like, I like the, you know, the great... We were quoting it earlier. It's like, you look like an asshole. It's your scarf. And then, yeah. like, a dude comes through the wall and Luke follows him out and so does uh, Danny. Like, what a cool... Like interaction. It's a very dynamic yeah. scene. Jessica, yeah. who's this? Long story. <laughs> like, yeah. who's that? Even longer story. Like, it's good stuff, man. And then I like too the interaction with Electra, with uh, with Danny breaking her, uh, oh, her uh, breaking sword. her sword. Her sword. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then too with the whole Daredevil being like, you know, he's kind of like their cerebro, her brains or their brains or whatever. Where he's like, dude, there's something coming. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is. And then like, you know, uh, elect. Uh, Jessica's already encountered her, so she's mm. like, "Oh, we need to go." Like, I, can't. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's good stuff, man. And then yeah. I liked Luke too, being like, "Who's that?" Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just he's, he just wants to get coffee with Is everybody. This, this got more coffee coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. lots of coffee for Luke Cage. Gotcha. So, was there anything you didn't like in these first couple episodes? Since we since we kind of gushed for a little while, um, is there anything that yeah. I still? So it's no secret. I I don't care for Jessica Jones. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, not a, not a huge I'm, fan. I'm being completely sarcastic. I'm pretty sure you were on the episode where I went on a little tirade about <laughs> Um I'm not a huge fan. I think that she's okay filler. Yeah. And that's, I hate to say that, they could have done a better fourth person in the Defenders. I don't know who that would have been. Um, I know that they definitely need to keep a, a female perspective, although it's just been, you know, the boys club. Yeah. But... I wanted more out of her instead of instead all I got was uh, wisecracks and I mean because you know she even makes a comment in the show does everybody know kung fu you know it's she doesn't do anything that anyone else does or, or she doesn't do anything that anyone else does better yeah other than make shitty wisecracks I hate to say it though on like the power level scale like. I mean, she's somewhere between Luke and Danny, I feel like, or she's right up there with Luke. Yeah, she should be, except... She's she... beating up dudes, she's throwing them and stuff like that. But we are, but I mean, like, from a casting point of view... Yeah. Luke and Danny and Daredevil take, they've got that. Yeah. We don't, She provides nothing to this, and you can't even be like, well, she's a detective, so she brings in her, her she wily... Did out, she did figure out who Daredevil was. Which was kind of cool, like, figured out all of his backstory and everything. Like, she followed him. No, but then she figured out that he was Matt and then Matt Murdock and then figured out about his dad and everything and did her whole P.I. thing. So that was kind of cool. Uh, all right. But <laughs> it's, the, it's the wanting more from Jessica Jones that 
we're not seeing the, the the difference. I think the difference a lot of times between the the series that I've seen so far. Jessica Jones is a great person piece. Like she, I think from her perspective, after watching it, she did a great dramatic build and creating a flawed character. But from the sense of all your with the other characters we have who are fighters and who bring a different uh, experience and kind of that juxtapose where Jessica's really wasn't so much fighting as it was a, a mental battle for her and a lot of it. Yeah. She didn't get, there was no push for that. This was pretty much just... Using her for a super strength. Yeah, she's another, you got another super strength person who they're not even, they don't ever really truly express all her true abilities. I mean, Jessica yeah. Jones can fly. Kind of. of. Well, for the most part. And she kind of half-assed used it. I was going to say, she jumps real high. Yeah, you know? she's like the Hulk. She's like a mini Hulk. You know what? Okay. That's who I would have liked more. You want the she Hulk? She Hulk. She Hulk? I would have taken She Hulk in this. Gotcha. Giant green woman and a leotard. I don't know if we could. And a lawyer. And a lawyer. I don't know if we could have the budget, because there was some parts in this where I was like, really, Netflix? <laughs> really? <laughs> like... Because now we're on to what I had problems with. <laughs> and, uh, Shall one, we? <laughs> one, it was a little slow. Yeah. Yeah, especially in this, like, I mean, the build-up, which I, I was eating it up because I like all these characters yeah. and everything. Yeah. But, like, there was just some stuff, like, when she flies through that wall, when he punches, he shatters the, uh, when he shatters her sword and Electra goes flying through that wall, I'm like, really, Netflix? That's it? Like... Your Netflix, make it look cool, and it just looked like it looked the like phone, the phone barrier wasn't good for you. It just looked like Arrow, you know, and, and I, like Jesus they, special effects. They you should wa- be better. You, know, you watch your dirty mouth. I know that you love Arrow, but he accepted my proposal this weekend. But we're yes, Brian asked Stephen Amell to marry him, and he said yes. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> we'll get to that more, later. More on that later. Yes, um, but we're Netflix, man. We have the budget to make this stuff look a little better than like the CW. That's it's all. True. I'm it's true. It's true. Yeah, that's I, all. I'm I won't lie. At. They they do have they do have the money to be able to do it. Yeah, that that's all I was really getting at. Okay, so on to Act Two. So we've got Royal Dragon takes shelter in ashes. Two ashes. That's beautiful. That's that's a dream come true. Brian, what'd you like in this uh, this second act? Now that our heroes are together and hanging out and eating Chinese food. The well, ironically enough. The eating Chinese food. The the interaction between the characters mm-hmm. was the reason to watch this show. Mm-hmm. Um, because the action sequences were really good, but they're far and few between. Yeah. Um, but I like that, though, at the same time. I like you that, don't want it, it wasn't just an action fest. Yeah, you don't you want know? to just be an action schlock fest all mm-hmm. over the place. But I gotta say that um, it the, the, the decent interaction between, you know, this, this character talking to this character... There, there were good quips mm-hmm. here and there, but it was also decent backstory that you can get. You know, one of my favorite scenes is the scene where uh, Iron Fist and Le- where Iron Fist is uh, uh, hel- is being held hostage by by his friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but where he's having a conversation with Luke, and you know, Luke does the whole kind of eye roll. Oh, okay, yeah, you're t- you know, don't tell me about your character. Uh, yeah. but then like kind of breaks down and, and realizes. Maybe that might be a cool story. All right, so tell me more about this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "So I punched you, know, Xiao Lao in the in the heart. Yeah. It's molten, fiery heart. Yeah, you know, and that's cool for me to see characters in a comic book universe. You know, they've seen aliens rip open holes in sky. They've got star gods that have come and taken entire cities away. Armies of self-replicating robots. You know, this this world. They they have seen it all at this point. 
and you've got individual characters that have special powers. Like, Luke should understand that there's shit out there that doesn't make sense. He's bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but science did it. And it's cool to have him, you know, try and peek behind the curtain. You know, the, I don't believe what you're saying, but... Go ahead, and, go ahead and tell me anyway. Lay it like, on he's me. That, he's yeah. that fanboy we're all kind of being like, I just want to see a little bit. Not the whole story, just a little bit so I can keep staying interested. Yeah. That's kind of what Luke Cage is. And and for me, as a as a comic fanboy and loving seeing, you know, reading the original like Iron Fist and Luke Cage and watching that, to see them interact was probably one of those dream come true moments mm-hmm. for me because you saw the chemistry and you could see that they... They were, you know, in and all I can see in my mind is Heroes for Hire. Heroes for Hire! So they're wanting, they're just that, there's that energy, that chemistry that they play off of each other, that they, you can just see that friendship budding, but at the same time, they hate each other's guts at the same point. And mm-hmm. it's that, it was that dynamic I always dreamed of when I went, when I would think of Luke Cage and Iron Fist on TV, like that sort of buddy duo, you know, your, you know, your classic, you know, Black character, white character, your Riggs Murtaugh, your, you know, mm-hmm. those like that, where it's going to be that we're coming from two different sides, but we're always going to meet in the middle. And they slowly start to build that. They don't take it as far as it could go because they want to just kind of create that. But it was nice to see them talking. And it's nice to see everybody talking instead of, you know, punching each other in the face, the classic hero, beat each other up. Which therein lies one of my negatives. Yeah. The, the before they capture Iron Fist, the. Danny and Matt fight in the warehouse. You didn't love that? I hated it. I was eating. I'm just sitting like I need a bowl of this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I it's it felt so unbelievably manufactured and just oh okay now they're gonna fight. Luke, all he has to do is hold him and be like shh 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 be be a good little boy. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it's it felt so manufactured and so oh for the next 15 minutes oh they're gonna fight oh they're gonna fight oh. Oh, oh, they're fighting. Oh, they even did a couple of Danny false step, like flinch steps, Mm -hmm. where he's like, I'm going to go left. Oh, you're going right. You're in a warehouse. (laughs) Run one way or the other. You know, like it just, it felt so forced. And I mean, the fight itself was cool. Yeah. Like when they actually got to the action part. Yeah. But the lead up to it, I just wanted them to say, okay, ding. You know, someone ring a bell because this fight is going to fucking happen. Yeah. (laughs) And it made me... I hated the, the lead into that fight. Well, they, they've really let it into a lot with... Uh, especially as they're going, oh, you know, Maddie's one of the greatest uh, natural fighters I've ever seen in my life or built up or watched. So it's like they started... It's I almost wanted to put on head... I was waiting for Bruce Buffer to pop out. Go, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have in this corner... Danny Rand, the immortal Iron Fist versus the Devil of Hell's Kitchen, Matt Murdock. I was just waiting for it because they kept, they kept like nudging it. stick. It was funny because you'd hear stick in the background just nudging it on. Oh, Danny's the best. I think it's Danny to get his ass kicked. I'm and sorry. Just want, I, it was uh, obviously it was stick pushing for the fight just so that way he could get his way. Yeah. But it was, it was yeah. It did feel a little forced. It was a great fight. I would have loved to see a little more of it, uh, but it's kind of cool how he's kind of taking all of them at the same time. Like he was like you know getting around Luke. Oh to yeah, keep no, fighting. I mean, yeah. Like, that's the thing is that the yeah. fight itself was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it showed a little bit of Danny's skills. Yeah, showed a bunch of Daredevil parkour, it which I was did, all about. It absolutely did. Yeah, mm-hmm. Scarface himself. I just don't understand. I don't understand how the Daredevil stunt double can look so cool. 
but the Iron Fist stunt double just looks so lame. I just, it, I'm baffled. Unless it's actually them, and just Charlie Cox is that much of a badass, and Finn Jones is still, he's still learning. Because, like, there's moments, I'll show it to you, I'll pull okay. it up in the last fight. Like, they, they straight up, like, he's punching a dude, and he's completely missing. And, and like, and I'll admit, he's in the background, and Daredevil's kicking ass. It's something that somebody should have caught. It's true, and it's yes. just like, oh, it's more of the shit. Somebody should have caught it in post. Yes, yeah, and... it's, it's just still, so, just move that guy closer. Yeah. Like, just still looks like shit um so one of the things that i really liked and i did not see coming was well first i wanted to say too that like so when they were sitting around all eating Mm -hmm. it felt like man this is why i sat down and watched 13 hours of each of these guys yeah on their own to see them all sit and interact with each other as i was like this has made it's all it's all worth it now yeah just uh i can just sit and watch them eat chinese and just Mm -hmm. argue with each other i think that that's uh you know, it was worth it then. Yeah, crack me up, Danny. Just going. Oh no, I ordered. Uh, I ordered. I ordered food. Yeah, I, I paid the rent for six months. We're good. We can eat whatever we want. Yeah. We just, we Daredevil started. know what the food is before. It's <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite things about the Iron Fist in Mar- in the Netflix thing is where they're really playing up the fact that he's got bazillions of dollars and really just doesn't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and like it's it is a it's a child throwing money at problems, but they're minor problems they're they're obstacles to get to what he's really trying to get at it's the oh well he owns this hospital you know it's mm-hmm. it's the even batman doesn't do that shit yeah you know and that's and one that's, time he was showing off i just bought this hotel <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so I'm it's, swim in the lake or it's, pond whatever. so so Fountain. it's it's Fountain. uh <laughs> i like seeing that aspect of danny mm-hmm. the yeah i've got all this money but i really don't care you know that's not that's not important to me. What's important is that my friends are fed. That yeah. you know this this is a minor obstacle. You know of the of this exact moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sure, whatever. Let's buy a hospital. So another thing that I did enjoy because we we spoke about the fight that I was like the fight was awesome. But um, so Electra killing Alexandra was so just I don't. Did you guys see that coming? Yes. Really? Um, I kind of had a faint. I'm like, no way. And then she comes back and then just stabs her through. I was just like, holy shit. I just did because I felt, I loved having Sigourney Weaver there. I thought it brought a lot of gravitas to the to the show mm-hmm. and to make the hand seem more, you know, menacing and reputable. But it's not like you're going to have Sigourney Weaver fight you know, fight the heroes. <laughs> that, yeah. that was it. And I knew, I was like... She could have gotten in a big, like, mech robot. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. no they weren't budgeting that out. Oh, that was, I, okay. But like, <laughs> I just looked at it and I thought, all I could think in my head is, are they going to turn Sigourney Weaver young so that way she can fight him as mm-hmm. a di- in a different, like, a different person or something like that? Or is Electra going to take over? More than likely, just based on comic books and what I've read, Electra leads the hand... Might as well have her kill her, kill her off, take it over. It yeah. it screamed to me like it was gonna happen eventually. I didn't know if it was gonna be. I I don't think I was ready for it. I was either gonna be a betrayal in my mind at the end to save the heroes, like Electra does it of the love. She pulls for, a Darth Vader. Yeah, pulls a Vader out of the love for Matt or something, or she does it to take over the hand and be in power because you could see her. I guess when they did like the flashbacks between it, you kind of see her getting it back and seeing it in my house saying she's going to go rogue. It's Electra. She went rogue before. It's just part of her nature. She's going to do it again. Every comic book instinct and mm. every movie instinct screamed it to me at some point. She's going to go rogue. 
So I figured she'd kill her at some point. I just didn't, I wasn't exactly sure how, but I knew it was going to happen. Okay. Um, uh, I guess, like, I don't know. I thought that moment was cool, but I mean, at the same time, I was kind of like, this is this nuts. <laughs> this is absolutely nuts. So what was, I guess you guys have kind of talked about, what was some stuff that you really didn't like about, like, this kind of, like, middle part? Um, if you want me to start, I could start. Oh, go for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, so first off, that truck hitting Luke. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I was just like, like, when that happened, I was just like, it just completely took me out of everything. I was like, that what? Was, uh... It was so lame. I was like, are you expecting me to believe he's on the front of that truck? Hanging there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I was just like, is this real life? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm completely enthralled with this. That brr, brr, brr. <laughs> God, well, we need to get him out of the scene somehow. I know he's in. He's a Deus Ex Machina kind of, where he's just too powerful to be fighting ninjas. Well, and like, the, the, like and the, the, the the hands numbers just don't affect Luke Cage. Well, I was gonna say, and when they do bring in people that can affect him, mm-hmm. they don't explain why. Yeah. So the pressure point guy, uh, the uh, the the dude who seemed to have like some kind of like, emotional control, but when he was fighting, he was all just kind of like almost like Mantis style, like pressure mm-hmm. points. I wanted them to say, or maybe have some kind of like even minor, tiny little CGI effect, like when he hit him, you, you know, like a, like, a, like like a ripple or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like they did when uh, when uh, Danny hit him, and it like they slowed down yeah. the jaw, the jaw yeah. wiggle. Yeah. yeah. Do something that like like raindrops on a pond on his skin or something. Yeah. To show that this dude's doing some pretty cool ass like hand magic to him mm-hmm. because it looked like he walked away with a bunch of broken knuckles. Yeah. Because he's just like ding 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 ding, and then suddenly Luke is hurting. You know, like it, it felt really weird and very yeah. Um, Unexplained. It, well, it was one of the. Uh, it's a kung fu trope. It's it's a. It's just I. I love kung fu movies. I'm yeah. I love kung fu movies too. And it's one of those kung fu tropes where they go in and the guy does those like three moves. You know like, what? What the hell? And the guy suddenly falls over. It's five finger death punch. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's it's a similar type style and yeah. I wish they would have explained. I almost wish they would dove into the hand just a little more. Yes. Just enough because. All the characters were there. Like, Gal, we've had, you know, several series to run with Gal and kind of see what she can do. And you learned more about her in Iron Fist, and but you saw her really letting loose mm-hmm. uh, in Defenders. And it was nice finally. It was like, oh, okay, Gal really is that much of a badass. Yeah, she, she yeah. has legitimate magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gal is throwing people 60 feet away, you know, with one hand. Yeah. And crippling the whole way there, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but you didn't get the other guys. You're not really sure. One guy, oh, I'm really good with a sword. And then, you know, our... Dude, why the fuck they bring him back, Bakudo? Yeah. I was just like, are we, is this real life? Why? Yeah, he was, su- he was such Don't a... Don't worry, guys, run some, rub some dragon dust yeah. on it. <laughs> get back up. It's like... <laughs> Put some dirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought he was a weak point, and I'm glad that nobody characters took him out. That what? That nobody characters took him out. Yeah. yeah. It was dumb. I just that was another thing where it was just like, oh great, more stuff, just just more more people coming and showing. Up. <laughs> but yeah, just they did more more. Yeah, it felt bad introducing some like the the Japanese character, the Japanese hand guy. They oh, that's cutting up the bear at the beginning. Yeah, or? that I thought that was legitimately cool, and you could t- you it pretty much screamed, "He's the hunter. Yeah. This is what he, he hunts things." So you had a little bit of nerve, like really against Luke Cage against Jessica Jones. 
I mean, maybe Iron Fist and Daredevil, it's going to be an issue because he can probably fight and do some shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But is he going to go, you know, get some of the stuff from the Luke Cage show and maybe get the bullets that hurt Luke or something? You know, I was expecting... Or show, like, a magic knife or something. Yeah. You know, give give these guys something that, that shows that they're on the same level as... The defenders. I mean, yeah, give the man a bow and arrow or something. You know, just something sweet. Just yeah. make it, yeah. Like suddenly he's in the background with a bow and arrow and puts an arrow on Luke's shoulder or something interesting where it's like, how, why? Um, it leaves you wondering, but like that he'd still have room to, you know, then grow him a tiny bit, not a lot, just enough to make him scary again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they weren't, unfortunately. I mean, no. I wish I wish that they were, because they're supposed to be the hand. Yeah. And it's like, other than Electra, and even then, she wasn't really scary so much as what we were being sh- showed. We were being shown, not told. Yeah. Uh, it was just, he, you know, oh, she's murderous. Oh, she she can kill everybody. Oh, oh, she's all gets away. And it, it kind of gave me, like, a little bit of, like, Anakin being the chosen one. Like, you mm. hear that, oh, man, Anakin's, sky. Anakin's a badass. Yeah. Anakin's the most powerful Jedi ever. We don't see that. Yeah. Yeah. She's Black Sky, man. She's going to fuck you up. No, yeah. never no, saw it. Really? Really? it was, she yeah. stabbed somebody from behind. But yeah. it was funny Nido how much, Frito. <laughs> like, it was funny how much shit all the other hand characters, uh, other than Gal, like, would give shit about Black Sky. Yeah. Oh, that's Black Sky. It's not doing anything for us. It's, I mean, it's... It's a night. It's a myth. It's a dream. It's not doing anything for us. And really, they were right. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Like they were so everybody right. except for Sigourney Weaver oh. really kind of had yeah. it, had it pegged. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really tired of Black Sky. Yeah, I like Black Sky. We well, get a sword in the back. How about that? Yeah, uh, feels good, doesn't it? It's good times. All right. So moving on to uh, Act Three: uh, Fish in the Jailhouse and the Defenders. The Defenders. So what did you guys like about like the, the third act? The wrapping of things up? The final fights? <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Danny lighted up. That was your yeah. favorite? Little Wu-Tang that, Clan? Absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. moment leading immediately, like the, the complete stillness of, you know, everybody sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. There's no background music. There's nothing. And it's just, Danny, light it up. And then, boom, hip-hop music and mm-hmm. fight scene. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I adored it. Apparently I missed the shitty stuff before choreography, <laughs> but I loved it enough that maybe maybe I was rocking out too much to... Yeah, uh, you're just sitting there just bobbing your head. It was good. I I liked... Uh, okay, so I was split on the ending a little bit. I, I enjoyed how they brought everybody together. I was really excited to finally see that... You know, because everybody gave him shit about the dragon. You see the body of the dragon, so it's mm-hmm. and I and I I like that. Fuck they, that dragon! Like I like <laughs> that. Oh, we'll get to that dragon. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I liked I liked it from that fanboy perspective. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't super happy with it. I, it's but like, that's besides. I'll get into that some other day. Um, but it's it's one of those moments where I was like, okay, they're about to be. This is the full team, and it's about to happen. I was excited about that. I wasn't super happy with the fight. Because only for me, um, based on some of the other fights, it felt a little more rushed uh, in points, and because it was so, it was dark in the room. It allowed them to do a little more, a few more breaks, a little more cut, so that way they wouldn't. It, it was still a good fight scene, but it, I don't think it's set, especially setting the standard from the, you know, from the third episode and the and the hallway fight scene. 
to go to that one. I was a slightly disappointed with that one, and that's just from I think because I was so I was so excited about that you know their classic hallway one scene fight where yeah. it's just panned and it goes through, and at the end they they went back to the the classic cuts and uh, moment 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 and then they stop. That disappointed me a little bit, but other than that, I it ended on a good note. I feel. See, and I couldn't stand the parking garage fight, actually. Parking garage fight. Where they fought the hand, where it was like, Gao, it was the three of them, and then they end up going down, and that's when they get down. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, I felt like it was bad cuts. I felt like Gao's just yeah. kind of moving things with her mind, and I'm like, dude, like, I've just always imagined that like they're pretty much demons under their clothes. I don't know what they are. But I just imagine, kind of like in the first Ghost Rider movie. You remember when you yeah. first see the the devil and yeah. like his he's an old man, but his shadows like this creepy yeah. thing. Yeah. That's how I imagine. I'm like, show me that. Like yes. I get it that Gao is. Well, an it's old- the it's the uh, <laughs> it's back. It's it reminded me more that the characters from the hand are now like the represent since they were all from Kun Lun. How they were building them all to be from Kun Lun yeah. once again. They're all once again like the five. Um, in one of the Iron Fist stories, he fights different mythical cities. Mm-hmm. And it felt like those that's kind of like what they were trying to... Like, each of these were a piece of a different stuff. Like, oh, we've got a super hunter. We've got a lady who moves stuff with her, mo- you know, with her, with her hand, which was just way too <laughs> ironic. <laughs> it was way too ironic for me uh, most of the time. And then you've got Kabuto. Um, I don't know what he's Bish- good for. Bakudo? Bakudo? Bakudo. He's Bakudo. so lame. Anyway, <laughs> they, have, they should have replaced him. It was so this dumb. calling wing boner the whole time that bugged me. Yeah, like just, just get over it. She's not just let her do she it. She doesn't want to be with yeah. you. <laughs> like a bad boyfriend. The kudo. Come on, babe, come back. Yeah, come back to the end. We got five fingers. The kudo, let it go. Shut up, Todd. She'll come back. <laughs> Something like that. Did you guys like the Daredevil Iron Man? Like, I'm gonna take the fall. And you guys get out of here. Did you like that or did you not like that? I thought it was classic Murdoch for what he was good. The way it built him up to do. Yeah. And building an Electra, I thought it was true to character. Yeah. Uh, and it just, uh, it was true to character and Murdoch wanted, you know, he wanted to save Electra because mm-hmm. that's all he wanted to do From in, the I, in the, you know, in season two of Iron Fist is he just wanted mm-hmm. to save Electra, mm-hmm. And now he's getting the opportunity to do it in his own weird sadomasochistic punchy way. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked it better if he wasn't planning to stay behind. Yeah. If it, just, if it just ended up being that way, like one of those, I'm not going to leave her, I'm not going to leave her, I'm not going to leave her, bam, the thing falls. Yeah. In him, when he actually told Danny and like let him you, and like let, and like, <laughs> let, and like let him know, you know, I didn't care for that yeah. because it was it was the oh he's sacrificing himself yeah that's dumb yeah, I don't I, don't, I didn't care for I didn't care for him no, going knowingly to the sacrifice okay if it could have been a little more off the cuff like it and just ends up one of those I'm not going to leave you boom blam building falls whatever yes we're here like that opportunity to save them was the opportunity to save Electra and take her back up through the through it was there. But I don't know, those hands are so resilient. They got knocked down easily, 15, 20 times a piece, mm-hmm. right back up. Yeah. They are they are resilient mm-hmm. motherfuckers. They got so, that going for them. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think in, in the long, he could have, yeah, he could have saved her, or he could have done it in a way 
that they he didn't have to stay down there and die, but or fake die, yeah, or, or or not quite die, not quite yeah. die. I don't know. I need to talk about this. That I felt like this whole thing, like this like final thing, was like played so close to the chest. We're like, this is defenders, man. This is your coming together, and you show me a. I get a cave with a dragon skeleton. That's it. Yeah. Show me some mystical shit. Show me some scary shit. Show me something. No, I get a skeleton, and that's it. And what are we doing? We're going to use these bones, and we're going to live forever. (laughs) Come on. Like, I felt like it was in, I guess I went and dug some research. They didn't have this planned out completely. It doesn't surprise me, because it was also, like, I was surprised at how short it was. Well, but I think it's better, though, that way. That it didn't need to be 13 episodes. See, I don't. I, I disagree because I think that the regular seasons yeah could could be could get away with eight to ten episodes. Mm-hmm. But I think when you've got this many characters and this much plotline that you should be writing and building, and you actually can do thirteen episodes when you've got something this large. Yeah, they could have actually built in the hand. They could have done. They could have spent an entire episode, episode on the hand. On the yeah. hand. Yeah, we and could have, have an, we could have had an entire episode in Kun Lun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but. That's and that was super vague too. Where it was like, "What are we doing? We're having you open this door for what? Don't worry about it." <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's just so dumb. We're obviously teleporting to this. Uh, oh, yeah, obviously. We're we're teleporting to this this yeah. dragon skeleton that's conveniently buried under New York. Why are we teleporting to something that's buried under New York? Cause because we can't drill. Because of Kunlun magic. Exactly. That's, that's the only. It's, they're they're Kunlun's so... coming back. That was also kind of vague too. They were like, "We're gonna use the dragon, and we'll wait." Until Kung Lung comes back, then we can go back. Right? Wasn't that kind that, of their that plan? Kinda, that yeah. sort of seemed like the, why they wanted the immortality. But they didn't really say it, though. Yeah. That was They didn't just come out. And I, I get it. Like, I don't need to be spoon-fed things. But that was super vague. No, there was a lot of super vague when it came to the what why exactly? the hand was doing what it was doing. Mm-hmm. Other than we want dragon bones. Yeah. Yeah. And which... Bakudo must have had some dragon bones because that's how he. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah so, there was a lot of bitching about their lack of immortality now, and and I thought they were going back. In, in my mind, how I saw it, and I kept hearing it, I thought they were using Danny and it was going to open a portal to Kun Lun, and they exactly. were going back to Kun Lun. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's what, what I was too. expecting. And I thought, oh, we're going to do a was, cool set piece. I was super psyched. I was like, okay, let's do and this and that would end, and they go to Kun Lun, and then it ends. And then you get everybody going to their, uh, you know, their series, and Danny yep. goes into Iron Fist Part Two, Season Two, with going into Kun Lun yeah. and dealing with dealing it. with Kun Lun and the Hand and all this stuff. I we, was expecting that, and that was probably be the better option. We got Puff the Dragon, or we got Dragon Bones. And that's it. Yeah, I, I was Cave, just excited. I was like, oh, now Danny can actually say, you know, the dragon's real, and it's like, oh wow, it is real, and it's not some, you know shit Marvel effect that's not going to work or well Im- imagine pseudo. imagine the la- if that last fight took place instead of a dirty filthy cave filled with dragon bones like a cherry blossom field out in front of mystical Kunlun. yeah like sign me up ex- exactly yeah. like they had an opportunity to create even if it didn't have like you know giant walls or anything like the, the city itself just have the city in the background you could see it uh-huh. yeah. you could have had a really pretty pretty fight scene yeah yeah 
But then, but then you couldn't have a building blow up and drop on top of them because they weren't in New York. But the other, thing but they was, weren't in New York anyway because they went through a magic portal. I don't understand. Yeah, but I was gonna say, but that's what's kind of cool though is that you could do something with like the portals closing. Yeah. And the build, like the building's still mm. falling. You know what I mean? That's so, some Stargate shit. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get through the portal and back up the thing, or it's all gonna fall on us, and then we can't get out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm, so we could do something like that. It, but, but they, it, but but they, they chose didn't. Not to. No. And I, I don't. The, the, that is my lacking when it comes to the Defenders. Yeah. Is the plot arc so seems to halt early and for no reason. So let's wrap it up. What were what was stuff that you liked overall? Character interactions, particularly okay. Iron Fist and uh, Luke Cage. Okay. Same for the most part. I okay. did love uh, Matt and Jessica. Um just because Jessica was being a bitch the whole time, and it was great to watch her be that way towards Matt, who's trying to be... A nice guy. Who's trying to be Matt Murdock lawyer, and you get typical asshole Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. That was fun to watch, just to watch him play off of it and be serious. I thought it was funny. I thought that both Danny and Jessica worked better in a team aspect. I don't know how you guys felt, but I thought mm-hmm. that was a total positive, as opposed to, you know, how they were in their... In their uh, Honestly, respective shows. I hope there isn't a Luke Cage season two or Iron Fist season two, but instead, Heroes a for Hire. Heroes for Hire. I don't know. If, I don't know I if we're gonna get that. Yeah, I just don't think that we're gonna get that though. Because I think Misty, we get Misty Knight, her new arm. Misty yeah, Knight, she gets a robot arm. She gets a robot, she gets a robot arm. arm next season for Luke Cage. Daughter, and they get you get Heroes for Hire, Daughters of the Dragon, Misty Knight, and Colleen Wing, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, and they all go. All four of them, full force. Kick some ass. Yeah, Heroes for Hire. Yeah, that could be cool. So, what, what was there anything? No, else? I was just thinking uh, something else. Go ahead. And some lows for the show, overall? The plot arc. Yeah. The yeah. plot arc was super weak. I think like, that it drew on the bad parts of Daredevil Season 2 and Iron Fist, unfortunately. Yeah. Like it, and it wrapped it up. Now we don't have to deal with the hand anymore. I think it nicely wrapped it in a bow yeah. and no. whatever. What? Two-dimensional villains. The hand people got away. Gal got away. Yeah. Um, so Black Sky's like, out there. It's still going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I don't know when they're going to show back up, though. I don't think it'll be Defender Season 2, even. No. They'll yeah. do something that different. I don't know. And then my other complaint, where was Kingpin? Yeah. If mm. there was ever a moment... So, I know we got the stinger at the end with Daredevil Punisher. being oh. in... Uh, in the mo- uh, uh, With his mom. Uh, what? That was his mom. They said, go wake up Maggie. Or tell Maggie he's awake, right? Is that his name? Yeah, it's the. Um, it goes back to an old uh, Daredevil comic where he uh, wakes up and he finds out his mom's in like a his nun. Huh. Yeah, and that's where they were going with that one. Yeah, it's the the so, scene I, the I scene gave that. it away. I missed that. So, all right, you learned something. You learned I, I, two I, things today. <laughs> Isn't it cool that you came to the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, no, I think that it, that would have been a perfect opportunity for uh, like showing Kingpin in jail. Have Rose come up to him and be like, "The hand initiative <laughs> failed. Yeah. Now is well, now is your time." In Yo. nature, yeah. Vanessa, <laughs> time to kick some take ass. over. Yeah, kick some ass. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have loved it. But where was down. he? Where was he? And I would have minded some sort of Punisher reference, at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. But whatever. But all in all, what? Do you, what? Do you, so we we get we have a rating system here on AV. Okay, so it's ugly, bad, good, great, p- 
Pantheon. House of the Gods. Alright? Where on the AV scale? So 1 to 5, do you uh, give Defenders? I give it a good. You give it a good? I give it a good. Yeah. It's got some ways to go with how they treat the characters and their villains for the most part. Um, but now that they've got the simple stuff out of the way, I think they've got... They can go a lot more with it, so I'll go good. I'd say solid three. Yeah, and for very similar reasons, Marvel doesn't know how to do a villain ever. Uh, Netflix or not, uh, you don't like Loki. Loki's the only one, except honestly, you don't like Kingpin. The... Now what? <laughs> Please <laughs> let me finish. Seth. What? I'm sorry, they're not Zod. I'm gonna be your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna come across this table. Uh. No. So the uh the the the, uh, the the occasional Marvel villain is decent. Yeah. But they never treat them right. Like we just said, yeah, Kingpin was fantastic. Where the fuck was he? Why hasn't he shown up in eight anything ep- recently? Eight episodes, baby. Uh, <laughs> Loki's fantastic, except yeah. they're grooming him to be an antihero. Yeah. Yo, know, and that's Vulture, he was cool. Vulture was fantastic. Yeah. See? They could do it. it. They could do it. Except how much of that was Marvel's influence? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know who was writing out there on Homecoming. Although I will say... It was probably just Michael Keaton being Michael Keaton. My, probably, Michael, I was going to say, you could yeah. walk around yeah. pretending he's Batman. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was Birdman, goddammit. It's like... Batman, Birdman, Vulture, it's all the same shit. Exactly. <laughs> That's not true. He was fantastic. Yeah. But... Overall, especially with the sheer volume of movies that Marvel has created, their villain cast and how they treat them is for shit. And Defenders was right up there with them. Yeah. The hand was lackluster at best. Okay. So you give it a three? Give it a three. It was fun. I'll give it a 3.5. I really did enjoy my my time. And I've gone back and well, today I, even, I watched parts of it. And I was like, I enjoy these characters together. Awesome. So yeah. So, uh, you know, stick with us for, uh, for movie news. We are back with movie news. So let's start things off with, um, a little, little fun fact. Uh, J.J. Abrams is now directing Star Wars 9. So it's kind of mm-hmm. exciting. What are, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I think that's okay. He did great with seven, so mm-hmm. let's see where he goes with nine. Yeah, I had heard that Lucas himself had said that he kind of wanted to do it for the wrap up. Yeah, and I I might be alone in the room. I thought it would have been sweet if he if it was like this. May I borrow your hand? So if you're George Lucas, it's someone's like this the whole time with him. Like, <laughs> like I'd be okay well, with it. D- Disney's it's, not gonna. I mean, they're, they're gonna be focused on him I, so hardcore. Yeah. I don't think that'd be an issue. My my only. Just, what, I think it would have been nice before he ends up, you know, croaking on us. He is. He does not look like he's in good shape. No, ever. It's because they took Star Wars from he's him. He's got this weird gull. Anyway, like please. They took my Star Wars. Exactly. They took it away. You took the only thing I loved. <laughs> I hate my children. <laughs> I had Star Wars and Indiana Jones and you steal the ball from me. Yeah, but I will say this, that um, the prequels all feel the same. Yeah. Star Wars, or A New Hope, doesn't feel like Empire, and Empire does not feel like Jedi. Yeah. Because they all have that that different... And then 
I'm afraid with going JJ, Ryan Johnson, JJ, I don't JJ. want the middle yeah. to stick out so bad. I think since it's the middle movie. I've been saying that since the very beginning so when you, they signed Ryan so Johnson. So it says you this. don't want to watch A New Hope, and then you don't, then you want to watch Empire, then you don't want to watch A New Hope Part 2. Yeah, yeah. kind of okay. like that. That's yeah. what I'm afraid of, is that like it'll feel so, it, it, it'll be such a shift. But I think Ryan Johnson, I think it's in good hands. Mm, I would have. I don't know. I'm skeptical. Why? Are you scared of porgs? Fucking porgs. What's wrong with the porgs? Look how adorable we are. We're basically walking space field. Check this out. Does it sell toys? Yes. Yes. Then it's in the movie. Yeah. It's it's a money... What were your... It's a money maker. It's... I mean, it's just like... um, It's just like they made... uh, It's about like when I look back on it. Transformers were made as toys, then a cartoon. So it's built up so that way they have a, it's a money maker. It's one of those solid things that they can sell to the kids and but, still but, have that. But that's the in. thing is that Star Wars doesn't need to cater to that. You can It always has what I'm saying is it can be the most ugliest, horrible, like just vicious little alien thing, and the kids will buy it. Yeah, because yeah, who didn't have want to their be... Jabba the Hutt toy? Absolutely. Running so, around, you know... Wookie Jabba Solo. Exactly. Yeah, Kuta Solo. Yeah. You know, like, the aliens don't have to be cuddly to be toyetic. What are your thoughts on... Fuck porgs. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even seen one yet! No, we've seen them in stills. You haven't seen it? Oh, they got these giant doe eyes. I'm going to get that in a t-shirt. Just a wider-eyed porg and it says fuck porgs. I think that'll be... What are your thoughts on Ewoks? Uh, they're fine. Okay. They're savage little car. Now, here's the thing. What? What the porgs are mean? Now, <laughs> now <laughs> if the porgs, if I go to this movie, I'll t- I'm telling everybody out here in video land right now, if I go to the porgs, or if I go to the, I go to episode eight, and the porgs are not just adorable little tear-jerking, puss-in-boots-looking, me, 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 What then- if they're, like, attracted to the dark side? Oh my god! <laughs> like, <laughs> like when porgs are like, around, it's a love, bad thing. So, so <laughs> like they're cute and cuddly. You see, but they're attracted to evil. You see, galaxy evil and take your yeah, soul. Exactly. Oh, the adorable <laughs> things, the, the mouths full of teeth. Yeah. If porgs' heads just kind of open up and they've got like lamprey mouths, it's got like a mouth on mouth. Then, it's then like a leviathan. It, yeah, there's more like, teeth. <laughs> you know, then maybe I'll take back my fuck porgs. But right now, <laughs> they're porgs. toyetic little squishy pillows. They look. They look like CGI fucking peeps. They're like they're like Star Wars peeps. And I just I, I imagine when you pick them up, they probably fucking squeak. They're like, Ee-ee. you know, like that's just uh, oh. So so just so we have the porgs. so just so we got it figured out. Brian says fuck porgs. Seth says you can't have enough porgs. <laughs> Jesse, where are you at on the porgs? Oh, I'm just I for the will, kids at home. I will. <laughs> Three kids at home. I will reserve judgment on porgs until I see porgs in action. Oh come on! Well, you got like. I bet they squeak like clown shoes. <laughs> nah, I don't know. But it is kind of weird because like months ago, Brad and I were talking about how there's these birds on this oh, island. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> and we're like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. And then Ray had to fight a sea monster. We haven't seen the sea monster yet. She saw her dive into the water though, and oh I'm like, God. oh my fuck. <laughs> 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 it's real. It's all it's real. All real. Oh my gosh. Oh, um, God is an astronaut. The other thing I wanted to say is I've come to the conclusion that I feel like that the Ewoks on Endor or Endor's Forest Moon were like one baby step from discovering combustion and leaving the moon. 
I could see that. And conquering the galaxy. I could see that. With their complex, like... With their... Just logs. Really, engineering and... and It's insane. In one one day. I don't know how long a, a, a day is on Endor. Maybe that. Maybe They're nights as really as Batman. Long. If you give them prep time, <laughs> absolutely. Ewoks are scary motherfuckers. Exactly, tiny creatures with spears and who care very little for, <laughs> for every life. other creature. They were about ready to Even roast some people of their own. alive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. For their golden god. I for mean, their golden the, creepy god. Other than that one time, the one died and they were sad about it. Everybody else kind of just let it go. Yeah, yeah. Corpsey the Ewok. That's yeah. its name. Yeah. Yep. Fun they, fact. They were they were sad about Corpsey, but that was only because he was the one that was holding all of the keys to the meat shed. Because they are all savage little monsters. Where are we gonna get the meat? Be like, Cor- oh shit, Corpsey had all dropped the keys. his keys <laughs> somewhere in the corpse. Corpsey knew the combination of the meat shed. Exactly. Shit. That's it. Okay, moving on. So it <laughs> is the highest grossing R movie of all time. Now, Absolutely. Uh, it dethroned Deadpool. Good. Fuck that. Fuck that movie. Anyway, um, all, like, and I just think it's interesting because it's a hard R. Yeah. It's not it's, like you know, Deadpool is silly. It's that nostalgia feel. I remember. I I fucking hate clowns, by the way. Just a FYI. Um, <laughs> so I remember watching it as a kid. On who let you watch that? I don't remember. Just stupidity. Just, just genuine good people that understand literature. Just good genuine. Old-fashioned American fun. Gotcha. So I watched it, and I don't fucking... But I... I, I <laughs> damn it. To this day, I still look at clowns like, I'm fucking cool. I can go the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> that bad, huh? Well, I don't... I won't... Like, I'd punch a clown, but I'm not gonna... I will... I do, if I can avoid them, much like most people in hoodies, if I can avoid that area, I will. Gotcha. So, um, so you get nervous about clowns, like how I get nervous with grown-ups with backpacks on. Yeah. Because there's no good uh, coming from that. Really? People just walking around with a backpack on, the grown person. Interesting. Just, I don't think I knew that about you. No good. <laughs> Up to no good most of the but, time. Um, but Freaks, besides just point, makes me was, nervous. I'm that way about Deadpool fans. Okay. Like after watching it and... Um, I'm that way about ICP fans. <laughs> This podcast is going south quick. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've had a technical, small difficulty. technical difficulty. We'll be back later. So it's kind of cool, though. So it's it's fun. It's a nostalgic throwback, and people love Stephen King. Stephen King and what he's done, and story wise, and. I mean, I would go see it. I would probably hate every minute of it, but I'd still have, go have see not, it. Have you not seen it yet? Not the new one, yeah. Okay, what about you? Oh, dude, no. 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 <laughs> I get scared. I get way okay. too scared. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, it deserves everything it's getting. Gotcha. Um, it sets the stage early for the kind of movie it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, have you seen the, you've seen the miniseries? Yeah. Have you seen the original? No. But it's okay. okay. I know all about it. Okay. Well, I just meant for tone. No, uh, I get you. I know the whole, like, you know, I've seen the beginning where, like, he's in the clothes or whatever, and then, like, you just see the bike and it's spinning or whatever. You hear a scream. That's in the... the like, I've, I've caught some of the YouTube videos of the of the It movie that people have pirated, because some people are horrible. Um, but I watched it, and it's... It's way darker than the ABC yes. series, and, I, and I'm excited. I'm excited from that perspective because I felt like it should have been darker, but it was because it was made for TV. But it made for TV, been. and it's also the era that that they yeah. were dealing with. And it this darker version, I'm I'm kind of excited to see just because 
it, I want to watch. I love Stephen King films or Stephen I, King movies, Stephen King books, but not the not all the films. I eat horror movies up like nobody's business. I love them to death, uh, and it is one of my favorite Stephen King books. It's like in my top three. So the miniseries is always one of my favorites, and this I think is better. Yeah. Um, it's different, definitely, because it tells a different style of the story. Uh, but it absolutely pulls no punches. Uh, my wife and I went, and she wasn't about halfway through. She was not sure if she could handle it. Like, like she watches horror movies with me all the time, and by halfway through, she was doing the you know eyes into my shoulder thing. And she's like, I don't know, this might be too much for me. I'd be eyes in your uh, shoulder all night. I wouldn't <laughs> would be watching the but movie. It, but, it le- but it lets you know in the first ten minutes that it is, this is a movie is that, that the is part not going to fuck boat? around. Yeah. Is that the part with the boat? Um, so the part with the boat and the sewer is almost, it's it's iconic from the story. Yeah, yeah. And it's very, very close, you know, shot for shot for the original, the original series. Yeah. Up until... The point where in the original series, they pull away and leave it to your imagination as to what mm. happens. Yeah. This new movie, I was expecting them to pull away and leave it to our imagination. Yeah. They do not. Gotcha. And they, they're like, so by the way, fuck you. This movie is about <laughs> kids getting fucked with by a demon. Yeah. Here you go. And it, from that point forward, I was like, all right, well, I don't know what else they're going to do to me in this. Like, it. Does he eat him? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that what happens? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I'd... And it's and it's not fast. No, it's brutal. Some parts into him. It's yeah, uh, yeah. Like and it, it's brutal and it's awful and it sets the stage of I'm going to be uneasy for quite a while. Okay. Um. But yeah, I think it deserves the the money that it's getting. Okay. Personally. All right. So, Batman invented an element last week. Uh, it's called Batnanium. <sighs> What else you got? Because <laughs> like, uh, Gotham, Gotham season four started tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Mister Freeze show up. Uh, no, Mister. You know, flashback. Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Where are they on now? What's Bruce? Lighten me. I haven't Bruce, watched. Bruce, I, I watched Bruce the first a, eight episodes of the first season. Bruce is officially <laughs> starting to to don some vigilante gear. Okay. Although right now he's still in the you know ski mask and hooded jacket. Okay. Sort of thing. It's a Smallville style. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Penguin is kind of running crime in town. Is he still got the hots for Riddler? Or uh, Riddler is currently frozen in a block of ice. By whom? Freeze? Freeze did it because Penguin told him to. Okay. Uh, and he is the decoration in the Iceberg Lounge. Okay. Uh, which to oh 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 <laughs> yeah exactly ah, ah. totally yeah it's, 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 it's yeah. frozen in carbonite quite mm-hmm. literally frozen mm-hmm. um honestly so just this last weekend I uh, I got to meet a bunch of the Gotham cast okay. at Heroes and Villains Fan Fest mm-hmm. in New Jersey um and I'm super psyched to see so at the end of season three they shot Butch uh Drew Powell's character the the he's always been the right hand man uh he's just been a gangster throughout the whole show but he's been a really strong character they shot him and killed him and at the end of season three they pointed out that um uh they they pointed out that Butch was just a nickname and that they the, the guys who shot him, they threw him out and buried him in the swamp. And they were like, that, that Butch's, Butch's real name is Cyrus Gold. 
And so Drew has been tweeting like crazy about Born on a Monday, uh, you know, hashtag Grundy. Yeah. And apparently, like, he's been hitting the gym and, like, he's put up a bunch of pictures of props. Uh, like, so Grundy's going to be out sometime in this season. They're introducing some, like, legitimate Kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I've been following Gotham. It's been kind of a train wreck for the first couple seasons. <laughs> Telling me. <laughs> but, it, but it's had moments. Honestly, yeah. at this point, I view it a lot like I do the Marvel Netflix shows. They're really good moments, really cool plot lines wrapped around some stuff that's questionable. Gotcha. Jerome ever come back? He came back with like a new 52 Joker stapled on face. Yeah. Which was pretty alright. And then what happened? And then they killed him, but then his body disappeared. They killed him. Well, he was was killed seemingly, uh, and then his body disappeared from the morgue. So. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. We may may see more Jerome in the future. Okay. Do you have anything for us? Uh, I do. Uh, News-wise, today uh, I noticed that they announced... Uh, first off, we saw Punisher, uh, yeah, the, the new Punisher trailer, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really don't care for the Punisher as a character, Dude, this except looks for the Netflix. So except for brutal. This, it, it looks ridiculous and brutal, yeah. but the Netflix... That was the best part of Daredevil Season 2, was, Punisher, was the Punisher. Yeah. And this looks like an entire series of... That you're one bad day, or you're yeah, you're one bad day from being me red, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just stabbing people in the woods. Um, as a trailer, it's one of the best that they've done in a long time. It takes they they use yeah. Metallica's one, mm-hmm. and when it opens up to that iconic drum beat, they've got it timed to the gunfire. It's it's excellent. It's yeah, no, it was a great trailer, and it makes me excited for the show. Okay. And generally, I hate guns, and I don't care for the Punisher, but I really want to see the show. Plus, from the the trailer, the twist on how they're making the Punisher viable is going to be... I'm pretty excited to watch. Now it's uh, government against Punisher. Yeah, kind of like a Rambo style. Yeah. I'm pretty excited to see Frank Castle eliminate... Kick some ass. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to see Chip... Being in there too, with like how he apparently that's why you get all those like from the, uh, oh from like the point of view from the body yeah. cams as he's hacking in there, so oh, he's cool. realizing that Frank's on the lam. And he's like, I need to help this guy. Blah blah blah. So that's oh cool, how, that's neat. Yeah. If so. you if anybody's salivating for it, be ready. Punisher battle van, it's coming. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, super pumped. Are you? Oh, what a it's, nerd. <laughs> it's, such, it's such a dork moment, but it's so fantastic to think. You know, everybody's got their... But he's, he's fucking driving a van, and he's gonna... It's a van full of guns. <laughs> it's, a, it's a... He's just gonna murder, murder, murder. Murder guns. Eh. So, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him driving around a van. Come on. Or whatever. Just wait till you see the battle van. Okay, cool. I remember it from the Spider-Man cartoon. I didn't care. Um, <laughs> I think this is gonna be different than yeah. that. It was like a mobile fortress that had guns. Yeah, but this one's going to have like people get run over and blown apart. Yeah? yeah? I think this is going to be different. Kind of like how Luke Cage got hit by that bus. <laughs> probably better. <laughs> I, hope, probably, I hope so. Probably better. I just <laughs> hope so. I hope so. Uh, the only other real news news that I got was something that kind of popped across my desk today. So the official like ABC news release for the Inhumans... Oh, he, Jesse's laughing because he knows where I'm going with this. The official news release for the Inhumans had a very particular set of words that they used to talk about the release for the 2017 show complete series 
of the Inhumans. The words they used are complete series, as in ABC is going to shit can it at the end of season one. It hasn't even piloted out yet, and they're already done with it. Dang. Like, they were planning this big, you know, come yeah. out to the IMAX, you know, this this IMAX release of the pilot episode, and da-da-da-da. Apparently, ticket pre-sales have not been fabulous. Yeah. Because their official press release says that the 2017 complete series of The Inhumans, and that's not... no you know, Your ad copy is not... Go, you know, season one, or series one, or volume one, mm-hmm. having one in there <clears throat> is normal. Yeah. When, you're, when you're writing up your when editorial you copy, but specifically putting in there the 2017 complete series, that's definitive. Yeah, but yeah. maybe they maybe they only planned it as one season. I heard it got canceled before it even started. I was reading a couple posts earlier today, and it said canceled before it even got the series out. It's been critically panned. I've I have heard everywhere. that there they will <clears throat> definitely show a. Um, an Infinity War trailer during it to help with the... Uh, to help with the ratings? Yeah, to help with the yeah. ratings. That there is an Infinity yeah. War trailer being shown. September 29th. Yep, my birthday. Happy birthday, <gasps> happy me. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, happy birthday, me. How cool is that? Uh, did you guys see that uh, Star Wars trailer? October 9th, is it? In the, well, Mark Hamill teased yeah. that it was going to be on Monday Night Football. Yeah, 66 days before the actual release. We'll see. We'll see. That's interesting. So the other uh, crazy Star Wars rumor that's floating around is uh, Vader might show up in the Han Solo movie. What do you guys feel about that? Well, Vader showed up in Rogue One. If that ends up being like the tying factor, that yeah. kind of, you know, the, the sort of lacing that goes through everything is Vader in some fashion. I think that's okay. Like that. He could be yeah. the, he's kind of the boogeyman he's the icon- or whatever. He's the iconic Star Wars figure. He doesn't need to be chopping up everybody or whatever. No, he could no, just no, be walking no, yeah. around or whatever. Heck, he could just be breathing and, you know, doing his thing or whatever. He could be there to judge the piloting class that, you know, Han leaves. And I'd be all right with it. Be like, oh, check yeah. it out. Vader's there. Yeah. See a CG Tarkin next to him. <laughs> 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 yeah, something along those lines. Oh, shooting porgs off the back of... <laughs> you don't even know what they are yet. No. Stop it. Okay. I don't know, know what they sound like when they die. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, oh, they probably pop and confetti flies everywhere. <laughs> Jesus, it's <laughs> terrifying. And two more take its place. Exactly. <laughs> Nightmare fuel. <laughs> so, um, the the last thing I wanted to say is that Rick flares out of the hospital, and. 20 drinks a day. That's what he came out and said, that he had been having 20, like, glasses or, like, 20 beers. Or, like, can you help? I don't care. The equivalent. The equivalent of about 20 drinks a day. Good God. He said he's never drinking again. He probably... Good God. (laughs) I'd give that fucker a week. (laughs) (laughs) It's tough being Ric Flair. All right. um, (laughs) Brian, what have you been watching? Uh, I just finished up, I, because the discs finally came out, uh, I just finished up Rebels Season 3. Mm-hmm. Um, had some sad moments in it, but I overall thought I was positive. I'm looking forward to Season 4. Yeah. Um, which apparently there's a trailer out for that I haven't seen because I've been avoiding it because I hadn't seen Season 3. So we'll see how that... It's okay. It's okay? It's okay. not like groundbreaking. Um, I thought Thrawn was alright. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's 
you know, they they didn't he didn't have to be thrown to be that character. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't anything special. Yeah, I think they don't want to do too much with him. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but it, but it's nice to know that he's still there. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I just want to <clears throat> see some other people pop up that I care about mm-hmm. now that I know that Thrawn's back. You can bring back some other cool things. It yeah. was neat that we had some Mon Mothma time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have liked because in season two they had the Lando Calrissian interlace, and I would have liked to see a little more of that. Now that we're starting to get closer to New Hope, mm-hmm. or rather closer to Rogue One at this point, yeah, it would be nice to see that you know kind of intermesh. I'd love to see in season four the battle, the Rogue One battle. We know that they're there. Yeah. I would love to see it from their point of view. Mm-hmm. That would be a badass. Because we know the ship was flying around. We know yeah. it was there. I would mm-hmm. love to see, even if it's just like an episode or two of them planning it and getting there, and then we, you know, then them having to leave for some reason. Yeah, it'd be that'd be a really cool, you know, overlay mm-hmm. to know what like the chronology of where things are happening. Right on. Um, watching a shitload of Netflix uh, as always. Um, see if there's anything that popped out that was super special. Uh, I just watched the entire first season of The Good Place. Okay. Uh, it's a TV show with uh, the chick who plays Veronica Mars. Kristen Bell. Thank you. And uh, Ted Danson. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a surprisingly good... Like, I, I put it on as filler because I had a lot of work to do and I came back from my uh, my vacation. And... Uh, ended up paying more attention. I ended up paying a lot more attention to it than I expected. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but I hammered through the whole first season on Netflix. It's really good. Like okay. it was, it's, it's an entertaining show. It was a very interesting idea. Okay. Jesse, you been watching anything interesting uh, lately? Lately, I've been uh, I've been watching uh, AMC's Preacher. Oh, <gasps> so good. Jesse Cusman. So good. Love yeah. that series. Read the comics originally, and then I've been watching the series. Uh, I've been DVRing it, so I'm rewatching it. Um, I just adore every moment of that show. It's it's Cassidy what so I good. it's what I hoped when the show came out, and it's so much more. Um, they take it in their own direction. I'm super mm-hmm. super excited to watch every episode. Are you are you all caught up now that season two is completely not done? yet? I still have to watch the last uh, two episodes. Okay, but it's it's great. It's I can't. There's I mean it's a five. It's epic. I, it's I love every minute of it. Okay. Is South Park back on now? It yes. is. Yes. They've had two episodes so far. Yes. Did you watch them? I did. Uh, are they good? Um, are they the, doing the same formula as last year's? Kind of. Kind of story? Yeah. I think so, yeah. that I was going to say that the first episode was all right. Again, white people f- remodeling things. They're making fun of, like, pick, Fixer Upper with Chip and Joe. Only it's Randy and his wife. Hysterical. Like, but I don't... I want them to connect... Did they, in the second episode, did they start connecting back to the this last season? The only thing that they connected to was Cartman having troubles with his girlfriend. Still? Yeah. Okay. Gosh darn it. All I saw was the, the fidget spinner. Like, come on, you gotta calm down. Use the you gotta fidget calm down. spinner. He's got like five of them on his fans. <laughs> I, can't, I can't handle it! <laughs> you rekindled my interest last year. Yeah. It's one of the best things that I watched last year. Yeah. South Park cracks me up, man. I just heard it was back on. I was like, oh, that's awesome. They, yeah. uh, they have a musical number in this last episode. Uh, that is a kind of we are the world type message to the president yeah. to put his phone down because he's endangering the lives of everybody out there because throughout the episode people are So checking. Garrison's back is the president? Nope, nope. This time it's straight up. They're, Trump? They're, it's no question. Okay. Um, and uh, because over the course of the episode like five kids die because people are checking their tweets 
the president's tweeted something else about this, and they, and they, and they, and they, and they run somebody over, and okay. so so they, they they have this musical number that is um, a, a message to the president: just put the phone down. Yeah, because not because he's driving, but because people are checking his shit. Yeah, and killing people because of not paying attention because they're waiting for the next horrible thing that he's going to say. Gotcha. So I took the YouTube clip of that song. Yeah, and I actually tweeted it to him to the president. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Maybe he'll respond. I don't want him to. Or he'll get blocked. And Yay! Then. Then you uh, achieve a new level. I was gonna say I have a new level of, of greatness, of, of awesomeness. Yeah. So I've been watching some weird stuff. This is Brad's favorite part of the episode is to know what I've been watching this week. Uh, I watched The Shining for the first time. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. I know, out of left field, I, which is no, weird for me. Yeah. Have you, have you never seen it before? No, no, oh, I've never fantastic. seen it before. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Like I liked it, but like the whole thing, and then I watched. Whatever room two twenty nine or two that documentary. Have you seen that on Hulu? It's. I uh, don't think I have. Oh, okay. Well, it's about like Stanley Kubrick creating The Shining and about how mm-hmm. like it the the layout of the hotel doesn't make any sense. And this one guy is convinced that it's like his love letter trying to tell the world that hey, I filmed the moon landing, and I can't tell you guys, but I'm telling you through The Shining. Like oh, that's whoa. one. Yeah, there's like all kinds of shit. And I like I think Stanley Kubrick is a good director. I don't think he is the genius that everybody, like, they're like, oh, no, he's moving things around on purpose in the episode or in the show that you could see, like, there's a chair there. Then the next shot, it's not there. He 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 put it, he did gotcha. it Gotcha, there's way. people out there that think he continuity did, errors he, are, yeah, he are did it that on way. purpose. Yeah, exactly. You walk into this room and what's the first thing you notice? You notice this window. That window shouldn't be there because of the layout of the building. And he wants you to know that. It's the brightest thing in the room. It's like, oh my god! So, <laughs> so I liked it. I didn't love it. I, I di- it didn't make a lot of sense to me that I was like, I feel like this is just trippy to be trippy. Like, kind of like how two thousand one Space Odyssey is, okay. where it's like, I still don't understand the ending of that movie. Um, I also watched Blade Runner this week for the first time ever. What did you think? What, which version did you see? I watched the final version, okay. or whatever. The the final super whatever. Brad actually told me which one to watch, and uh, they happen to have that one. So the, the final cut. I told you to make sure nothing was going on. Yeah, no. You had, you had a, a span of time. Over, yeah, right? we sat and watched it. It's yeah. good, but it's boring. It oh, is, oh, dude! It's Christ! It's boring. It's got <laughs> some slow moments. Yeah, it's real boring. I, I warned you though. Yeah. Do you guys think he's a replicant? Because. I really don't... I feel like that it defeats the purpose if he is one. I'm with you. Um, yeah. I, so and there's supposedly this shot where his eyes are red, too, but I can't seem to find it. There's, like, a still you can find online. Where oh, like, I'm sure that they're in the bathroom. Background lighting or some Well, shit. that's the whole thing. Is he's all like, I think I got too close to the frame, and Ridley Scott was, like... Because I researched it. Ridley Scott's yeah. like, no, we did that on purpose. And Harrison Ford's like, no, we didn't. Like, <laughs> at least I didn't know he was doing yeah. that. Like... They were doing her eyes because she's in the foreground, and when he turns, yeah. it does look like his eyes go red. And we noticed too when he's doing the fight or whatever the the fight at the end, his eyes do look red at one part where he's running. And I don't know if that was on purpose, but, but I feel like seemed to be the lighting in that. I mean, I was, there's yeah. a whole a lot, lot of fil- there's a lot of filter in yeah. that. Yeah, uh, it's done with a two way two way mirror actually. Did he come yeah. off really rapey? Yeah, I felt like it. Did. Brad, everything's rapey to you. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you but you thought so as well. Did, I'm not here tonight. This is my night off. But you yeah, but he's got to he's got to interject. <laughs> well, it's weird. He's all like he's kissing on this robot, and he's like, "Tell me you want it." What? <laughs> 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 let, me, let me add this. Okay. He only killed two replicants. Both of them are women. So he's rapey, and he only kills women replicants. I guess. I it's Harrison know. Ford. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I just imagine that's how he is in real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so there's like three different versions of like film cuts. Yeah. There's, there's the original cut. Yeah. Which left it super open, and yeah. you're supposed you're you, it's supposed to be is he a replicant? Is he not? I don't know, but it was definitely leaned more towards not. Yeah. Then there was a director's cut. That I came watched out. the one with the origami at the end. He's got the little the little unicorns left for him. Which is the, the director's and the final cut. Yeah. yeah so which, which, which which one did you watch out of those two? I watched the, the, the final cut. Yeah, I watched yeah, the final yeah. cut. Okay. Yeah. So I have yet to see the final cut. I've oh, only the, seen the original not seen and the, director. Well, I've seen the director. I've seen yeah. If you've seen the director's cut, you've seen the final cut. The final cut is the director's is the director's cut souped up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. It's all shiny and pretty. Gotcha. Um, I actually prefer the original cut to the director's cut. Yeah. I think the director's cut makes it even more confusing. Yeah. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. And I again, I feel like it really does defeat the purpose. Yeah. For him to be a robot. And I really hope because that's that comes out this weekend too. The uh, no. Or is that no, next week? No. Yeah. It's it's in October. It's I like October sixth. Is it? Yeah. Blade Runner 2049. The, well, the yeah. original ending oh, okay. has October, that happy-go-lucky yeah. ending where it's actually, it's funny that you just watched The Shining. They took Shining footage and, and tagged it on to the end of the original mm-hmm. Blade Runner cut where they're driving through the hills. You oh, know, really? And, and they, you don't know what happens. It's just like this happy-go-lucky The ending. same Shining footage? They took Well, they took Shining footage that was left on the cutting room floor and they added to the end of Blade Runner because the producers were like, what the fuck are you doing? We can't have this dark, bleak movie. We need to have, you know... Uh, and they had a card that worked? Interest. Huh? They had a car that was just normal and yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, driving? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so that then made me watch... I watched the two shorts for 2049. Have you watched that? There's a I have Jer- not. There's a Jared Leto one. There's a Batista one. I like them both a lot. Okay. Yeah. That I Have you seen them? I saw the Batista one. Yeah. Because... Batista's just underrated. Yeah, I was going to say, this helped me think that, I'm like, dude, he's finally getting it. Like, I think he could act. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's, he's underrated and he's a very, he's, he does better when he does subtle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it, it's, I think that they're, they're pushing, I don't think they're pushing the franchise so much as they want to do another story. And I think it's going to be, I, I have hope for it, but. I've seen too many bad sequels, so yeah, it's well, hard to. With the dry it. story to the side, what do you think of the world building of Blade Runner, though? I thought it was cool. Like, I think it was a neat world. I mean, we didn't learn a whole lot about the world, but and I mean, it bothered me that like we didn't really get any kind of action set pieces. Like, we got a little kind of a chase scene, but the, it was so crowded and everything. And you could understand yeah. they're on sound stages and shit like that. They like, but I thought it was all right. I mean, I liked that world. I thought it was neat. I thought the replica... I love that eye effect. Like, mm-hmm. what a... They're using a fucking two-way mirror. Like, that is cool looking for yeah. just, like, like, that still looks legitimate and scary. You like to look at the spinner? The, spinner. the, the vehicle? The police vehicle? It was okay. It's no yeah. DeLorean. Um, or, like, any of the other, like, 80s iconic, like... Uh, but it was okay. I didn't really understand, too, the... The one cop running around kind of basically telling him what to do. That motherfucker's a replicant. <laughs> See, I felt like he was, yeah. too. He's just, like, not talking and... Just leave this here. That's about it. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, that's what I've been watching. It's always, you know, 
it's, it's a shit show with me. <laughs> and I just like go, you know, I should give this a shot. And it, it was because Blade Runner 2049 is coming out that I was like, you know, I should really do myself a favor and watch this. That, uh, and uh, I was ready to come I'm here. I'm sorry, I got to ask one more thing. Did you like the score from Vangelis? Yes. Yeah. It was very cool. And I hope that they, uh, it, 80s sounding, but I still thought it fit. Um, I like even the sounds that everything had, like, uh, that you can get online and listen to 10 hours of Deckard's apartment. Where it's just the of all the weird things that are going on in his apartment. So I think that's kind of fun. Um, Deckard's an interesting character. He's probably my least favorite, actually, of all of the, you know, of like Han. The Harrison Ford. Yeah, the iconic. uh, During the 80s, we're like, he was not making a bad movie. (laughs) Um, But he's definitely my least favorite of all of them. Uh, I thought he looked weird with short hair. But I felt like if he had long hair, he'd look like Indy. (laughs) So, like, that's why they had to do that. So... Whatever. So, Brian, where can they find you? Uh, well, before oh, was before there some, before sorry. we go before before we go. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's all right. I just wanted to say that uh, if anybody out there in Video Land gets a chance to go to a Heroes and Villains fan fest, they have to. Yeah, they are fantastic conventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the one in New Jersey last weekend. It's like a big meet and greet, right? It's a big meet and greet. A lot of signings, a lot of photo ops. Uh, I got to go to the Knocking Point invitation party, the wine party that was hosted by Stephen Amell and mm-hmm. Drew, the guys who run Knocking Point. Also, CW's Arrow and Casey Jones. Um, but it's fantastic. Okay. Uh, I had all kinds of opportunities. My wife and I had a chance to actually meet and talk to tons of people from the CW shows, from Gotham. It was really cool. Was Grant Gustin there? Uh, he was not. Uh, Candace Patton was. Who's she? Uh, Iris. <laughs> Patty there? What's up? Is Patty there? No. <sighs> Katie Lotz? That girl. Katie Lotz was there? No. I just want to say uh, this. Katie, her, who plays Katie's Patty? Katie's super tiny. Yeah. Like, she's so small. Who's Katie Lotz? Uh, White Canary, uh, okay. Sarah Lance. Gotcha. Um, she's ridiculously small. Eobard Thawne there? Uh, he was not. Tom was not there. Uh, Cisco was. Okay. Uh, who, he was fantastic. David yeah. Ramsey was there. Katie uh, uh, Diggle. Okay. Who's um, the chick with the rainbow sweater? That's Katie Lotz. Oh my gosh, she's hot. It- <laughs> <laughs> Turn backwards. Um, uh, Katie, Katie Castle was there. That long, but- I did. <laughs> Well, I got a hug, and I got to give her my Legion of Superheroes ring. Yeah. So was it a tight hug? It just went to a weird place. <laughs> speaking of going, a weird speak, place with you. Speaking of a weird... Uh, John Barrowman was there. Who? Uh, John Barrowman. Oh, nice. uh, Malcolm Merlin. Uh, okay. Or Captain Jack Harkness from gotcha. Torchwood. Torchwood. Yeah. Um, he's amazing. Uh, not He's... Easily one of the coolest stars I've ever been around. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got like a ton of selfies with my wife. Uh, super we, nice guy. Super unbelievably nice guy. His assistant Kelsey, um, we kind of befriended. Uh, she's awesome. She's amazing. I, I can't say enough cool stuff about these guys. Uh, I, and well, I, I can say one more thing. Stephen Amell, the Arrow himself, took my original wedding ring when I offered it to him. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's his now. Okay, not my original wedding. The so one. he's your favorite of anybody. I uh, I love him, and he said he, I have video proof. He said he loved me too. He's probably scared shitless. It's guy love. <laughs> I was gonna say because all it is, it's guy love. He's mine. I'm his. Because I was gonna say like, is he a pretty big dude or is he like built like me? No, just ripped. <laughs> 
Like, he's he's not tall. I mean, I, so he's short. He's, he's about the same height as I am, but okay, he has like you know half a percent body fat. He's, I got you. I just didn't know if you were just like walking up and just could cut and consume him. Like, <laughs> just, like, just like I love you. No, I can't uh, get me out of here. I love you too. I love you. <laughs> no, I uh, I I wow. He signed my bow. Yeah, uh, I took the front arm of my my personal bow and he, I had him sign it. Uh, then I gave him my... Uh, so my wife gave me a wedding ring that wouldn't fit. And so I've been wearing it on my offhand. It's just like a, a side... Just a, a, another ring because it couldn't be resized. Yeah. The metal was made of whatever. And while we were waiting for to go up and talk to him for the big photo op thing, uh, Natalie was like, you should totally give him your ring. And I was like, wouldn't you be kind of pissed about that? You know? <laughs> and she's like... No, it's, it's fine. And so, right as they are lining up for the photo op, I drop down on one knee to give him my to, to propose to give him my ring, mm-hmm. and he goes to the camera and uh, and kind of does this kind of funny half shrug thing. Yeah. But then took it and uh, and I was like, no, this, he he's like, you know, thanks, man. He laughed it off, and I was like, no, you can have the ring. And he's like, really? And he's like, yeah, thanks, man. And he took it and put it in his pocket. So he accepted my engagement. There you go. <laughs> I'll wait for the date. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got the picture, and it's a fantastic picture. Like, it's just, it's funny. He's got a good look in his face. Mm-hmm. And we're already, you know, Natalie and I are already talking about trying to go to some of the other ones. Uh, they're talking about doing a Heroes and Villains cruise uh, that sometime next year, and we'll probably do that. Okay. It was awesome. And again, Videolanders, if there's a Heroes and Villains fan fest in your neighborhood, go to it. They're super worth it. Okay. Where can they find you, Brian? Um, on Stephen Amell's doorstep. Okay. <laughs> uh, at Brian CP Steel on Twitter or Brian CP Steel on Facebook. Okay. Always in video land chats. Uh, not as active as I used to be, but that's because life has been hectic lately. I understand. You're a busy man. I do my best. You got a lot on your plate. Jesse, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at uh, JR Wooey, which W O O W I E at. Uh, Instagram or on Twitter. Right on. Right on. And I'm Seth. Um, I am uh, at Laird Geek on Twitter. L-A-I-R-D-G-E-K. All one word. Follow me. I'll follow you. We could talk about this kind of stuff that we talked about tonight. I, uh, I love arguing about it. But guys... Um, we are Adventures in Videoland. You can find us on Tumblr. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter at Videolanders. Um, you can also find us uh, at www adventuresinvideoland.com check out the website Brad works his butt off making updating it and making it awesome you can see past videos all all of our stats and stuff like that for every, we do all kinds of stuff check it out um, but don't forget my good people that the conversation begins and ends on Facebook so be sure and check that out uh, Adventures in Videoland uh, Facebook page so yeah um, you know I guess we'll just uh, we'll wrap it up the way we used to uh, go with God yeah.